Hallelujah. Wow. It's been a beautiful morning. I hope you guys know you have the best. Uh, you don't understand what happens to pastors. We know who is who. And we know each other. Uh, you have the best. You know, if I was living in Kenya, I wouldn't have a church. I'd be a member of this church. <laughs> yeah, that's, we love you, man of God. Thank you so much for who you are. Thank you. The Lord is lifting you, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Thank you. You know, since January, we've been going and going and going. My wife says, rest. I say, we'll rest. You know, things keep happening. We keep traveling. I didn't know God was waiting for me here. And God used him to arrest us. And we had to go on a rest for the first time since this year. When he took us to Diani. Beautiful place. And I was forced to sleep in the daytime. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> I slept in the daytime. I said, wow. When I woke up, my head was cool. Thank you so much. Amen. And thank you, my wife. You're a good girl. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I love Kenya. I love Kenya because you guys give me the best. Great, great girl. Nothing but peace. And it's been a blessing. God bless you. Amen. And I salute every member of uh, Rock. <laughs> That's a wonderful name. Amen. 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 I'm seeing some great outbursts of glory upon this ministry. Lift your hands, everybody. All that's good and perfect comes from you. You are the heart of my contentment, hope for all I do. Lift your hand. Jesus, you are the center of my joy. center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart, say, you're the heart of my contentment, hope for all I do. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. Oh, Jesus. Just lift your hand, people. Just pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Jesus. 
Rojete Open up your hearts. Open up your spirits. Open up your hearts. Lord, fill me up. Jesus, you are the center of my joy. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God bless you, choir. God bless you, singers. God bless you, musicians. A so beautiful atmosphere. We give God praise. Oh, precious Holy Spirit. Help me with the prepared word for these people. Let me not speak of my own. Have your way here, Lord. I believe you for that which only you can do. Ah, leke mazoba. Fill me up. Receive your deliverance. Receive your victory. Receive your turnaround. Whatever it is, God is able. Whatever you believe God to do, He will do. The Bible says He does exceedingly, abundantly, above that which we ask or think. Yeah, according to the power that walketh in us. I wanted to believe God for an, for an encounter. Amen. I said believe God for an encounter. You know, you know, when, when Cornelius received a visitation, the angel told him, send for a man, Peter. He did not know what to expect. But he was a good man. He called his friends. 
the Lord says I should send for a man. I don't know who the man is. I don't know what he's coming to do. So while the man came and was speaking, I'm sure they were just thinking, what's going on? What are we going to do? What is next? While he was yet speaking, the glory fell. The glory fell. God has not changed. In these days of his move, don't wait for the end of the service for a special prayer. Receive that thing you need now. Oh yes, just be open to, your, to the Holy Spirit. He knows exactly why you're here. While the word is still coming, something will change. And if you feel connected, you want to feel connected, you must do that with your amen. Don't be too silent. Heaven is noisy. And hell also is noisy. So wherever you go, there will be noise. So get used to noise. There will be millions of people crying or praising. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. And amen is the strength of your spirit. If you don't have strength in your spirit, it will be hard for you to say amen. But if your spirit is strong, amen comes out sharply. And amen can connect you to a miracle. So whenever you hear a good word, don't be quiet. Seal it with an amen. And that is how it shall stand. I receive Mano Shanda. One more time, lift your hand and pray loud, pray loud. Pray loud in the spirit. Ah, just pray in the spirit. So, this is going to be like a foundation. And I, I want to just give yourself to these three services next because God wants to impart you. Nothing just happens. We're not jobless people. Amen. God has ordained this season for somebody. So, don't just watch from afar. Be part of it. This morning, this evening, Tomorrow evening and Tuesday evening. Then by the fifth day, you will see the grace of God. Amen. One more time, thank you, man of God. Thank you so much. Amen. You may be seated. Mm.
the days are different. The days are different. Jesus is coming soon. The church age is about to be over. And the Lord told me, he said, the, the last phase of the church is the glory. Because I want to take every word I'll speak very serious because I may not be able to shout. But please take note of some words because more than we've ever known, you've heard it many times, maybe like a cliche, Jesus is coming. We are that generation that will not see the grave. Oh, I wish somebody heard what I said. I said, our bodies like Jesus will not see corruption. What will happen? We will see him. We will hear the trumpet and we shall be changed. We are that generation. Amen? When we see our friends and our brothers that died before us, they will tell us what happened when they were buried. Because we will not have that experience. And they will tell them how it is to be changed. In a second, in a twinkling of an eye, Salaya. So the last phase of the church is the glory. Somebody say the glory. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord. Any man or woman connected to the Holy Ghost, there are two words that will become very, very, very frequent. Those words are glory, revival. Because the church is wrapping up. Glory, revival. Glory, revival. They are, they are almost the same. Revival is simply a glorious church. Revival is a church full of his glory. Revival is when the saints receive a fullness of his spirit. The problem with the church today is that we run low in the spirit. You know how a, 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 a car can't go, too, can't go too far when your, your fuel gauge is almost at E. You know, many of us, our Holy Ghost gauge sits at E. So any small trouble, it goes over. We, we backslide. But God is saying, no, you can't walk like that. You can't walk like that. You've got to be filled with the fullness of His Spirit. Lift your hand and say, Oh Lord, fill me with the fullness of Your Spirit. There's one scripture I like. I wanted to look at now in, in uh, uh, this, um, this um, uh, Ephesians 3 verse 19 uh, Message Bible message and amplify. Just take note of this scripture, please. Message says, live full lives, full in the fullness of God. Live full lives, full in the fullness of God. And amplify.
that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself God is talking to me about men like God. Men like gods. Has he not told you that ye are gods? Satan is in trouble. <laughs> He's about to see men like he saw before. You know, in his in his stupidity, he thinks he's nailed everybody. You know, he thinks is no man can challenge him. No, there is a generation coming. And I know some of you are here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Many of you shall be filled afresh. I will say amen there. You shall have encounters. You shall have dreams and, and visions. Heaven will unlock for some of you. Nina Musata. You find yourself in realms you never knew was possible. Megatola Zaya. Sinamugatasala. Men like God. Men filled with God. Men that walked with God. There's a man called Enoch. Enoch lived for 365 years. Out of 365 years, for 300 years, he walked with God. Enoch was a frequent visitor to heaven. Enoch was going to heaven like he was going to his kitchen. Then one day he was not. He just visited and decided to stay. <laughs> Men are going to have encounters again. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Yes, it's going to happen. Get ready for it. I talk about it so you can begin to desire it. Philip was preaching somewhere and, 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 and all of a sudden the Holy Ghost interrupted him. The Lord said to me, get ready for divine interruptions. God is going to come into your office as usual. He won't stop you from going to the office, but he will come to the office and take over. God will take over your weddings. He will take over your birthdays. He would take over the things that look normal. How did he take over Saul? He simply told him, my asses are lost. A genuine thing. And the little boy said, okay, let me go help you look for your asses. God took over. 
and before he came back, he became a king. Receive something from God. Your life is about to change. I don't know who I've come to speak to, but there is somebody that is pulling me in this room. Heaven is about to show up in your matter. If you are that person, jump up and shout, Amen. God is looking for people who are hungry. People who are tired of the status quo. Business as usual. No, no. They're the road she tired. What about a young 18-year-old Mary who had scheduled her, her wedding? God took over. Jetalaba Sara. Just like that is going to happen. Just like that. Just like that. I said, just like that. It's going to happen. The church is in transition. The Lord told me, sir, I am moving the church from anointing to glory. We've seen the anointing. Thank God for the anointing. But there's something bigger than the anointing. Anointing is just a part of it. In that old shire. There are three pathways to the supernatural. Now one is faith. And in faith, you walk in faith. They just shall walk in faith. There's faith. Then there's anointing. You run in the anointing. Then there's glory. You soar in the glory. Many Christians never enter the glory realm. Hebrews 2.10. Let me show you something. Hebrews 2.10 quickly. Many Christians just see the uh, walk in faith and touch some anointing and die. But the real thing is the glory. No, give me King James, sorry. King James, King James. King James. No, no, no. I just, one second. I'll show you. We've seen the, the power of God. We've seen everything. We've seen the anointing. But many of us don't understand the glory. But I'm going to understand. I'm going to let you understand it to see what it is. Metabo Shanda. Hebrews 2.10, yeah? It says, for it became him for whom are all things. Yes, correct. In bringing many sons. That's the point. May you be among those sons. This is not talking about when you die. Now. Do you know that the Old Testament is amazing. Have you noticed that the Old Testament walked in the glory? Joshua. You see, the glory realm in the glory realm the natural is subdued. In the glory realm, 
the natural. Jesus was able to walk on water. That was a glory realm. Jesus walked in the anointing and the glory. Many people walk only in the anointing. But in this end time, God will raise many sons. Healings. Do you know why we don't see many, many uh, powerful miracles? We don't see many because such miracles don't happen under the anointing. Oh, Jesus. You can see some miracles like new eyes, new hands, new feet. Creative miracles in the anointing. No. Those things only happen in the glory. You don't have, you cannot part the sea in the anointing. You see, Moses was lived for 120 years. The last 80 years he walked in the glory. Everything Moses did with Pharaoh. Pharaoh saw God in man. When you are in the glory, you are a man like God. There is a supernatural glory realm we are about to access. God told me, God told me, he said, wake up, go wake up and sleep in church. So my people are sleeping they don't even know what is about to happen. Sleep is terrible. I say, now my shoe tie. Sleep is terrible. Sleep is powerful. What you do with sleep determines how your life will be. Whether spiritual sleep or physical sleep. Last night I was enjoying my sleep. One or two, the Holy Ghost woke me up. Bam! That was the end of sleep. Oh, yes. If you like to sleep too much, you cannot walk with God. If you go to bed every, every night by nine, I wake up by six, brother, you're in trouble. How can you protect your family if you don't have a church? God is looking for who to wake up because he wakes up only those he needs. Hey! You hear what I said? It's a privilege that God is wanting your sleep. Stop drinking sleeping tablet. The nights you cannot sleep, pray. Say, God, Tonight, no sleep, I'm available. Did you remember when Jesus Jesus was going to die? He was on his way to the cross. And you see, he was going to fulfill the reason why he came. He came to die. And the time had come for him to die. On his way to the cross, 
He knew he was not ready for the cross. Let me tell somebody here. Anytime you want to travel, anytime you want to do something, and you don't feel good about it, don't do it. Branch somewhere and pray. God has many ways of speaking to us. This comfort is part of it. When you don't feel good about traveling, just don't cancel the trip. Just take time and pray. And tell the devil anything you've planned against this trip, we cancel. Take your life in your hand. Because in these days, God forbid, a single mistake may be too expensive. So everybody must wake up. You must wake up to hearing how God speaks to you. You must understand that the days are evil. So Jesus, out of his twelve, picked his best three. How many people do you carry when you're in trouble? You carry the whole family? No. You must have your three. Prophetically. He took his best. I need you guys to come pray with me. Because I don't feel good about where I'm going. So he picked Peter, James, and John. And he went to the garden called Gethsemane. It's called a place of pressing. And he wants to pray. He wants to pray. Normally, you take your best to stand with you in prayer. Then Jesus walks with them and says, you stand here. Let me move yonder. You've got to be sensitive to know where to stand in prayer. You know, many people say, I'm praying for you. That's good, but it's not good to depend on people's prayer. As good as they are, thank God they're praying, but you've got to learn how to pray for yourself. You've got to learn how to move out of people and go yonder and groan. And Jesus began to pray. He began to press. He began to sweat. The success of that event at the garden will determine how you handle the cross. Somebody's receiving a healing right now. Let it be permanent. By the time you stand up, you find it's gone. In the name of Jesus. Somebody's having an encounter. Somebody is having a deliverance. God is separating you from some things that's been stubborn for years. It's, it's, I'm sorry, Namashata is tearing something off. He's yanking something off. Some of you feel a heat coming. Some of you feel something on your head. Many things are happening, but just keep listening to the word. He prays. You're set free in the name of Jesus. He prays. And he says, let me go see how my people are doing. He comes out to check on them. They've slept. Sleep. <laughs> sleep is good, but sleep can be terrible. Don't let sleep carry you. 
power over sleep. You will not die if you don't sleep. Don't mind that lie. I've stayed for almost two years without sleep. I didn't die. That's another story. He woke them up. Wake up. Stand with me. He needed them. He wakes up those he needs. May God remember you again. There was a time he used to wake you up to pray. After a while, he stopped. You know why he stopped? He began to complain. You are whining. You are loving sleep more than his presence. Somebody stand up for two minutes. Somebody just stand up for two minutes. I said, you are loving sleep more than his presence. Once you love sleep more than his presence, he will leave you alone. Sit down. He woke them up. Oh, master, sorry, sorry. 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 We're standing with you. We're praying with you. He went yonder again. And when he went yonder, they slept again. He came back again. He still needed them. He woke them up. I thought, can't you guys just for one hour? Only one hour. Hey, Master, sorry. We're awake. We stand with you. He went to yonder to pray. And they slept off by the time he came again. Now, when he came the third time, he did not touch them. He said, sleep on. When God says sleep on, when God says sleep on, daughter, please stand up. Just stand up. Stand up. Stand up for me. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Yeah. You saw. When, when, when Jesus says stand up when Jesus says sleep on that's the worst thing that can happen to you it is useless to be alive and be sleeping of no heavenly benefit you're just here to sleep, to eat, to do good live a good life no there's something better Jesus. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you for Lebosana. New ramp. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Anna Mahatosina. Aramadosika. Rabadotesana. Thank you, Lord. Yokes are breaking, burdens are lifting.
Romans 13 verse 11 says something. Let the church say Amen. Let the church say Amen. God has spoken. Let the Underline that word, it's important you know the time. Many people don't know what time it is. It's not business as usual. Knowing the time that now, somebody say now. now. It is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Paul wrote this almost 2,000 years before. Almost. Paul was saying to his people at that time, Jesus is coming. Then 2,000 years later, we're not talking about it. The church is so backslidden, even God can't understand it. We've lost our discernment. We've, we've lost the, 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 the savour, the smell of God. We've lost it and we don't miss it. Everybody's after himself. Everybody want to be rich. Give me money. Give me wife. Give me children. Give me husband. Nobody's interested in the things of God. It's every man to himself. This is not a popular sermon. It will make some of you to hate me. But it's okay. I'm only doing what he sent me to do. Wake up, my people. Get them to understand that there's a revival coming. You can't afford to miss it. We're about to enter into the realm of glory. And Yanamashaya, you are among the ones who's raising the sons is raising unto glory. Yanamashuta, you're about to become something you never knew you could become. There are potentials. Ah, Jesus. Something is just pushing me. Ayayah. Knowing the time for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. We are the generation that he wrote this for. See, something is happening on your inside. Allow God break you. It's okay to weep. Don't be ashamed to weep. In fact, we are the generation that needs tears. Our eyes are too dry. There are some intercessions you cannot make without tears. That is why our young people have been lost. Because we are still praying up prayers for them to be saved. They need our tears. They've gone too far. If you are not careful, we'll lose them.
my cup low. I lift it up low. Come, Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Bread from heaven, fill me till I want no more. I'm like that woman at the well who's been seeking for things that could not satisfy. But then she hears this Jesus calling, come drink from the well that never Sharondra, see, is my cup, Lord. Madoshina, listen, 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 listen. The worst thing that can happen to you as a child of God is to be like Jacob. Jacob was so preoccupied with the problems, the family problems where he came from. I don't care what problems you have. Set it aside. It's nothing for God. Never think about it. Leave it in the hand of God. Nothing works against you. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. God can never allow the devil give you more than what you can handle. Any pressure you're going through now, he has weighed it and he knows you can handle it. Help me look for 10 people and tell them I can handle it. I can handle it. Stop feeling sorry for me. That's, it, that's the devil here telling you, look, God understands all your problems. See, my brother, Jacob, carried all his problems all the, all the war he went through he put his head on a, on a stone and God came he did not know it was after he left he said hey God was here when trouble when to Satan puts troubles on your head, you miss God. Because that trouble becomes your God. And God is jealous. How can God come? No wonder Jesus was knocking. He was knocking. He doesn't walk in like that. No. He was knocking to see. He said, if you open, I will come. If you don't open, I will stay out. Let it not be. Let it not be that Jesus has to knock. The devil is too smart and too wicked. He gives us small trouble and he goes to bed. We start wrestling with the small trouble because we think it's a big trouble. The Bible calls them light afflictions. I told you I stayed for two years, I couldn't sleep. I thought I was going to die. 
I said, Lord, give me sleep. He said, shut up. Nothing is too big for God. You make it as big as you want. That's your problem. David wrote Psalm 8. <laughs> Many of you don't understand how God gave these guys what they wrote. I was made to understand that God took them back in the glory. Some of them were writing as if they were there. They saw it. See, get ready for things. I was telling you about Philip. Philip was in the city doing his city-wide crusades. There was a need in the desert. You see, it's easy for God to find men to go to the cities, but very hard for God to find men to go to the deserts. May you have the heart that he can interrupt your stay in the city for one soul. One strategic soul. The Lord told me, he says, this four days will be very strategic for you and some people. I don't know who the person is. Baneshita. He came to the desert and it was a time when they had just finished their service and they were returning home from Jerusalem. So there were many chariots littered all over the desert. But his spirit picked one chariot just followed let Philip say join that chariot many of you have joined any, any chariot it's so easy to join any chariot <laughs> when you're in any chariot it's different from when you're in that chariot Most times, that chariot is not popular. Then, he met the man. He was reading about Jesus right at that time. Understandest thou what thou readest? So how can I understand except someone has guided me? They preached Jesus unto the Ethiopian eunuch. This was the queen's treasurer. This was the man that brought the gospel to Africa. Imagine how strategic. Right after his assignment, he was found in Azotus in one second. Azotus from that place was about 66 kilometers. In one second, he was found in Azotus. In these days, we may not be needing visas to travel. Yeah. You wake up in your bedroom, God says you're going to America now. Bam! You're in America. Not in your spirit. 
in your body. You preach to thousands and come home in the evening. It's a glory. Somebody jump up and shout the glory. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. He appeared in Exodus. They did not know he was coming from 66 kilometers away. When the glory comes, let them keep their visas. Many countries are locking up their visas. Now you can't get visas easily anymore. Let them keep it. When God needs you, no embassy can stop you. I'm feeling the quaking here. Just lift your hands for a few minutes. Say, Lord, here am I. Here I am, Lord. Do what you want to do. Some of you are already surrendering to him. I hear some of you saying, it's not my will anymore, Lord. It's your will. Do what you want to do. Do what you wish to do. Do what you have desired to do. I've been running from assignments. I've been running from uh, the things you've wanted me to do. But, but I came as soon as I surrender all. Come on. going to end with this. Psalm 8. Oh, that's good. Effect comes from you. Oh. Psalm 8. Oh Lord, our Lord. How excellent is thy name. Now, now, this is God taking David to the glory to show him the Garden of Eden, to show Adam, hey, may God find you faithful, may God find me faithful to show me some things. You know, the things you see are different from the things you are taught. There are some things you can't teach well until you see it. So he said, David, let me just let me spoil you a bit. Let me show you something. Then he took him to the eternal past. And then David is speaking according to what he's seeing. Then he says, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings. Because of thine enemies, that you might steal the enemy and the avenger. Continue. When I consider thy heavens, David is seeing the heavens. David is seeing the works of his fingers. 
He's seeing how the moon came and the stars which you have ordained. Then he was wondering, what is man? That you are still mindful of him. As glorious as you are, you are still mindful of man. Ah, and the son of man that you visit him, he saw when God was coming in the cool of the day to visit Adam. He said, eh? After you flung the stars, the sun, the moon, the galaxies, put those things in place, you still have time in the cool of the day to come to visit man. What is man? That you are so, your mind is so full of him that you leave your glory and come down to visit man. Now watch this. Watch this. And now, he's now seeing man. Look at, look at how God Look at what God had in mind when he was creating man. Look at, what, look at who you are. See, you are born again to return. Until you return to the original man, you've not fulfilled your purpose. You hear what I said? Don't be, don't be satisfied the way you are. There's, there's something much better. There's, there's a part of God that is way deeper than what you've been told or what you think. Look at what God had in mind for man before the fall. And after Jesus, we are supposed to return to this place. But it takes a lot of sacrifice. Pushing. Yeah, it's not easy. Only few do that. Now listen. You have made him a little lord and the angels. In fact, that word angel is God. Elohim, not angels. They, they translate us, we are afraid to write God. So David's saying, you've made Adam just a little bit lower than you. Huh? You have crowned him with what? Glory and what? Honor. I want to ask you a question. Where is your glory? Where is your honor? You don't know your potentials. I'm not satisfied. You see, if you have a hundred miles to go and you've covered only ten and you're satisfied, you're very stupid. You're boasting. I've run ten. No, you have ninety more. Then you've done well, but you've done nothing. What you've done is nothing compared to what you can do. There are some potentials in you that God is celebrating. And there are some potentials in you that Satan wants to kill you for. You don't know why the devil wants to kill you. Not because of what you have done. It's because of what you can do. If the enemy is punishing you and pursuing you, stop crying. It's because there's something in you. You have made him to have dominion. Aha, I told you that the glory realm is a realm of dominion. How many of us have shown dominion? He's looking for little money. You can't even control real money. <laughs> we are made to have plenty of everything. None shall be few. Somebody say amen there. Refuse to be few. 
you are made for dominion. You have glory. You have honor. Don't stop until you go back like Adam. So God uses the glory realm once in a while to let us know what we can do. What we can be. Do you know? Joshua was fighting the other day. And it was getting dark. And he had a shatter. He didn't look for light. He didn't, he didn't say, let's go by generator. He said, listen, this, this, this fight is getting serious. And it's getting dark. He looked up. He said, son, stand still. Moon stand. And they, because he understood, he, was, he spoke in the glory. And their job is to obey us. It's terrible when we are running from lions and dogs. I was watching one film the other day. I saw one a big man, saw one small dog was running. He said, hey, we lost our dominion indeed. If, if man that was created in the image and the likeness of God would see a little dog. Oh, dog is even big. What of cockroach? Some of you girls here now. Let me leave a cockroach in the room with you. You, you, you jump on top of your bed. Little cockroach. As, as much as you speak in tongues. One of my friends told me, I've moved out of my house. I said, why? He said, man, the rats in my house. I wake up to pee by 2 a.m. I turn on the light. The rats all run away. They're looking at my face. Amen. He was running from the rats and ran out of his house. How have we fallen? We are for dominion. We are for glory. We are for honor. My assignment is simple, to whet your appetite. Do you know, my brother, Moses, like I told you, from the time no, no, for 40 years, not 80 years. For 40 years, he was in the glory. From the time he saw the burning bush, he was 80 years already. From that moment, he entered the glory. You, you cannot see Pharaoh like a man. <laughs> ah, no, 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 no. He had to take the glory to see Pharaoh. Who is your God? Ah. But he did not know he was meeting a man like God. Now, he saw all that God did. All the signs he did. Flies, fire, red oil, blood, everything he did. Then the last was the, the, the dying of the male sons and animals and men. He saw Mashata. He saw, he saw, he saw Mehata. He saw the Red Sea part. That's not a miracle. That's not a, it's not a small thing. That's a glory. That's a glory at work. He saw the Red Sea part. He saw three million people pass through. He saw them on the other side. And he saw them for 40 years. They didn't change their shirts. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. 40 years. They didn't fix their hair. They didn't shower. Their, their shoes did not grow. Nails did not grow. They were eating. 40 years. Pillar of fire by night. 
cloud of pillar by day. Cool temperature, the deserts. Yet, yet he was trying, show me your glory. That we have seen nothing. And we're ready to die with nothing. And we're saying, give me money. Give me a job. Give me a husband. Give me children. And God is wondering, is that all? What have you seen? How come we are so satisfied with little? How come we don't want more? He was in the glory. He saw the glory. Do you know that in the glory there is no death? Moses was 120. No glasses. He was standing, standing tall. At 120 he could climb the mountain. In fact, he was so amazing to Satan that Satan wanted his body after his death. God had to hide where he buried Moses. Because he was a wonder at 120. There's no death in the glory. When Adam left the glory, he lived for 900 and something years before he died. Because he was still being affected by the glory. When he was plucked out of the glory, he couldn't die. There is no way the world can be won in the anointing. How do you think Peter, the first day, spoke to over 5,000 people without a microphone? Peter had 5,000 plus and he was preaching. And they were all hearing him. And he was preaching so powerfully that the word pricked them in their heart. And they began to cry, what shall we do to be saved? Without a microphone. That's the glory. One service, 3,000 souls on fire. Not just 3,000 souls who don't know what happened to them. Because the weight of the glory is so small. That you finish a crusade and win souls. And the people you won don't even know what happened to them. People come to church. You take their names. You call them. Say, Thanks for coming to church. Say, okay, yes. We saw your name because you gave a life to Christ. Really? The Lord told me, you know the reason why? There's a difference between when people are prayed in. And when people walk in. We are not praying people in again. We are advertising. Come to my church. Come to my church. You come to your church. Nothing happens. They even answer the altar call. Yet nothing happens. But when you pray them in. When they come. They won't tell you. Oh, the music was fantastic. They won't hear the music. Something will grab them. Like it grabbed us in those days. We got saved. We're on fire. I did my first crusade after three months of being born again. Three months. Now people get saved for ten years. They don't even know they're saved. 
Lord told me, the productivity level of the church is low. Go back to how it was done. The Lord told me, he said, the future of the church is in the past. The new the book of Acts was written in the glory. That's why those things were happening. Paul, Paul, without Facebook, without instruments, without equipment evangelize the whole Asia. His canoe and his horses maybe. He was going from house to house with tears. They were so powerful. They said these that turned the world upside down are here. They were noticed. You couldn't ignore them. They had the glory. We don't have the glory. When Peter and John got to the man who was laid daily for 40 years at the gate beautiful, he didn't say look to God. He said look on us. Today we will tell them, don't look at me. Oh. I'm nothing. I have nothing. No, don't look at me. Oh. So that when we fail, we, don't, we put on God. We put our powerlessness on God. These guys knew who they were. He said, listen, look on us. Let leave God me. See me. Uh, I represent him. Silver and gold we don't have because it won't change you. But such as we have, we have lost what they had. And we must get it back. Let's all stand. Blessed assurance. Hey. Jesus is mine. Oh, wonderful taste of glory divine. Air of salvation. Purchase of God, born of His Spirit, born of His Spirit, washed, washed in His blood, singing that this is my story, this is my song, praising, praising my. Praising my Savior. 
you weep at how what God had in mind when he created Adam. You made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You put all things under his feet. All sheep, all oxen, the beasts of the field. The fowl of the air, the fish of the sea. Whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas. Oh Lord our God. No wonder David slew a lion. It was in the glory. told you this is just the foundation on how the next three services will go please if you can just try to be around you will contact something that you need this is for the end time this is for the end time my brother you know I I, 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 I went to sit with some people who who have understanding of the times when I heard them I will, not, I will not go in details, but when I heard them talk about the number of years left, I became scared. They told me that, and they used scriptures to substantiate their claim. Six, six, God created the whole earth in six days. And with God, one day is 6,000. One, 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 one day is 1,000. So, Six days means that the earthlies, the average number of years God has given to mankind is 6,000 years. For man. Seventh is rest. That is the millennium. So everything will happen between the first day and the sixth day. Now, a smart person will find out, so how many years have we spent out of 6,000? I'll give an idea. I will not tell you anything more than this. From from Adam to the resurrection of Isaac, 2,000 years. From Isaac's resurrection to AD 30, Christ's resurrection, 2,000 years. So between Adam and Christ's resurrection, 4,000 years gone. Now, people tell you, two, people talk as if 2,000 years has elapsed. No. From the original calendar, we've not yet hit 2,000. The calendar was changed by the Catholics and by some kings. And the truth is, the, the next 2,000 ends by 2040. I'll stop there. So when you hear that Jesus is coming, it's not a joke. Jerusalem is the, is, the, is the most powerful pointer. The more the Jews have access to Jerusalem, the closer to the return of Christ. The reason why Trump was made president was for that important thing he did by declaring Jerusalem the on, what's, what's that word again? That, that's one word they use. That is, it's a permanent capital. That is heavy. That is with prophecy. There was a time where there was no, no Israel at all. 1948, they began to return. So many things that have happened. But many of us don't know what's going on. But God 
uses Israel for us to know when the Messiah is coming. It's coming. We don't have many years. All hands must be on deck. Leave those things you have needs of. He knows. Your Heavenly Father knows you have need of these things. But do what? Seek ye first. The kingdom and the expansion. And you will see answers to prayers you've not even prayed. Because he knows what you need. We'll see you in the afternoon. God bless you.